That's like a pontoon. I don't think anybody's ever had a bad time. What are they talking about? Just hate memories? Who are these guys? Let's just get black out <laughs> on a Sunday. You are now listening to the Pig and Pickle, where you will learn about life, beer, sports, and lots of other randomness. Opinions and statements are rarely supported with data, facts, or any accuracy. So here they are, Dick Schools and Walker Ham. All right, buddy. Extremely excited to be back in the studio with you. Yes, sir. We're all healthy. Ish. Healthy ish. Who let you guys in here? Your wife. Shit. (laughs) We know who makes the rules. Did you gain weight? Uh, pot kettle. <laughs> fair. Again, Very fair. We're both beacons of health. <laughs> Definition. Nah, my uh, my pre-COVID and post-COVID or during COVID body is pretty much still husky. Pretty tight. Pretty pretty husky. Going on morbidly obese. I uh I combed my mullet for this. My newly minted mullet on the back. I combed. Uh, I mean, you, you like it? You got some. You got some flow. Yeah. It's, it's uh. It's impressive. Uh, I got a Kenny Rogers like neck waterfall thing out here, almost like an achy break. That's just because you're from Statesville. I'm from the South. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, listen, I couldn't be more excited for what we have today. Uh, we got a couple of guys joining us in the studio, and uh, I got to be honest, these fellas dusted every skid road on their way down here from Winston Salem tonight. <laughs> And uh, we're extremely grateful for them to take the risk to get down south and uh, and join us. But uh, I got to be honest with you, if they ain't got a five gallon bucket of white lightning and a log of dip in the back of that car, they can get the fuck out of here. <laughs> not, no, seriously. Not everybody in the south makes moonshine. What is not, that real? Not everybody, just huh. most. I thought they like all eighty eight percent. It's what NASCAR was built on, but big deal. Well, if they don't have it, we'll let it slide. Uh, well, we, we've got uh, Christian Griffith and Mike Perry here, a couple of whiskey connoisseurs and the creators of Rick House Ramblings. And along their journey to consume every drop of whiskey in this fine country, these boys are blogging and providing a history lesson about whiskey and bourbon for us amateur drinkers. By the amateur, I mean you. So, boys, welcome to the Pig and Pickle. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Golf clap it. Yeah, oh, golf, golf clap. Woo! <laughs> You guys are, uh, you're special because you're coming back into the studio when the studio's finally opened back up. How do you feel about that? It's awesome. We're like, we're glad to be here and glad that you guys uh, invited us out and looking forward to having a good time tonight. Awesome. Feels we, phenomenal. <laughs> we, we have ribbons for you to go home with. So. Nice. Yeah, you're welcome. Everybody gets a participation award. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's like a soccer tournament. That's right. Well, um, in the words of Ricky Bobby, and I mean this with all due respect, y'all's grizzled appearance Looks like you had to have come from a legacy of bootleggers. Am I close? Possibly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we definitely come from uh, the South, so probably got some bootleggers running back through there. See, I told you, Walker, everybody's a bootlegger down in the South. I'm just trying to get my piece of the game. (laughs) You've had plenty of your share. I've known you long enough. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, guys, again, thanks for joining us, and uh, thanks for having, uh, having some bourbon out here for us. We'll get into kind of why we're here, but, um, you know, Walker and I on this show, we've talked about relay races a lot and, and kind of looking at your story on Rickhouse Ramblings. We've run the bourbon chase before. We know what it's all about. It's about the bourbon, less about the race. We've visited a lot of the distilleries, and uh, I think you guys have done the same, huh? You guys have, have run that race, and then is that how this thing got started? Uh, not exactly how it got started, but uh, we've run that race twice. Uh, well, I've run it twice. Um, I guess a couple years ago, 
we created a team from F3 and uh Last year, Mash and I ran it with the team called Only Here for the Bourbon. Good, uh, good, good. We don't really care about times. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, it's just about having a good time yeah. and drinking bourbon. Just look at us. We don't care about time. <laughs> <laughs> we were lucky to finish. <laughs> did, I was going to say, did you finish? We did. Who all can, the bourbon. Who cares? That's yes. Did you finish all the bourbon? All the bourbon. Yeah. There's, yes. a, there's a pic out on Twitter of me with a shopping cart in Liquor Barn. Um, Isn't that place like a uh, it's it's like fucking it. candy store? Mem- yes. Remember oh. Toys R Us and you're like eight? Yeah. That's what Liquor Barn is for us now. Yes, absolutely. It's we grew up in a poor town. We had KB Toys. Uh, what the hell is that? <laughs> KB Toys was like the you? Dollar General of Toys, like the Dollar General counterpart of Toys R Us. They just stacked a bunch of shit tight on the... We had like you, all the excess You didn't stuff. have like G.I. Joe. You had like yeah. generic Joe. Yeah, like the Voights I wore from Walmart. Voight, Yeah, yes. I had Air Voights. And GoBots. That's GoBots. That's it. Yeah. GoBots. Yep. And uh, was it... What were the was, fake? What were the fake were, Legos? There's a fake Lego, like bricks or something like that. Block. It was something ridiculous. It was a fake Lego. A fake like there was Thundercats, and then there was Thundercats. Yeah, uh, Voltron maybe one yep. of the two. Yeah, Voltron's right there behind you yeah. in studio. Got a real life. Our one producers here. had a lot of free time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a four yeah. foot tall Voltron. Yes, I've had a lot of free time. Well, Glad then you guys uh, are back let there. us know how did uh, how did you come about with Rickhouse Ramblings? What is Rickhouse Ramblings? Why call it that? So Rickhouse Ramblings, uh, Rickhouse is a warehouse uh, on a distillery, typically, uh, where they store the barrels of bourbon as they age um, for as many years as they want them to, several different levels. And then Ramblings is just us guys coming together, uh, trying to talk about what we love most, and that's bourbon. Um, Mash and I share a love for the brown gold, and uh, we decided to jump on it and uh, write a little rambling about it. Yeah, Harden... Let's see, was it last year? Uh, he pushed this to happen. So, so he's the alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. I think he wanted to get in my stash. <laughs> the word, the, the, it's called connoisseur is the PC term. Oh, nowadays. Sorry, connoisseur. Yes. And, yeah, yeah, it's just given us an outlet to, for me, number one, to open some of the bottles I've just been sitting on hmm. because I can't drink every bottle that I've got in a lifetime. And, uh, um, honestly, it's, it's opened up my, uh, um, I guess love of, you know, and just getting into, you know, tasting bourbon and actually appreciating it more, which I didn't think was possible, but uh, that's yeah. awesome. Well, do you need more friends to help you? <laughs> uh, yeah, we might. We've actually, uh, we've had one guest taster, uh, and it's something we're looking to, to do. Yeah. I'm on know. the list now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. For sure. So, <laughs> With all the stuff you've been doing, how many distilleries have y'all visited at this point? Oh, man. Yeah, I've done the Bourbon Trail. Nice. Okay. Awesome. Um, it's, they've added some more since I completed it. Now they've got, the, I think, the Urban Bourbon Trail. Um, and we've been to Old Nick's in Louisville. Um, Louisville, North Carolina? North Carolina, yep. yep, yep. They're right okay. in our backyard. Uh, I actually grew up, uh, went to school with those, with the... Two cousins that are doing it, and they're oh they're, nice. Um, and Harden's hit a bunch in Virginia. Or yeah, I've hit up several in Virginia, and then I've also added Jack Daniels to the uh, the list. So uh, we've kind of hit Virginia. We've run the gamut, North Carolina, Kentucky, part. and yeah. But once you go, uh, you know, I will say so. When I went and was doing the bourbon, uh, the bourbon trail, 
you go to two or three and they're pretty much the same. Some are a little better than others. Sure. Makers was a really cool experience. Yeah. Um, Makers is cool. I did that. Um, but, it's a lot of fun. um, you know, once you see, you know, the process is the same, you know, a Rick house is pretty much a Rick house and they smell wonderful. Right. Um, and so it's amazing. I sound so old and dingy can yes. smell so amazing. And yeah, you get absolutely. so excited about it and spend yeah. so much money on it. I mean, they're like, this has been here for 12 years. We'll be ready in three more years. I'm like, God, it's a long, I'm not, I'm not patient. That's not my virtue. No. Lynchburg, Tennessee is really cool too, because it's an entire town built on Jack Daniels money. But right. you can't drink in the town. You I mean, you can drink, but you it's a dry town, right? It's a dry county, yep. Okay. Um, but they have somehow written into law where you can have so many ounces to sample. They now have wineries in town, and they have a moonshine uh, distillery there in town. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so they're, they're coming along. But yeah, currently, it's a, still a dry county. Mm. If that's not ironic... Yes. <laughs> yeah. Or is that an oxymoron like Jumbo Shrimp? I don't know. There's a big X on my map of places where I will not live, and that's Lynchburg, <laughs> Lynchburg Tennessee. Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. But see, he was supposedly an extremely intelligent man because he picked it for that very reason. The competitors wouldn't come in there because it was dry. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can appreciate that. So he has, so a, he has a little monopoly in yeah. the area. Yeah. Hmm. That's awesome. Well, it's funny. I feel like you know, Jack Daniels, we'll discuss bourbons later on, but like, I feel like Jack Daniels has this, you know, the regular old number seven has this stigma but some of the stuff they do, like the the barrel stuff, the the, the picks, I mean the private, it's really good. It just makes me fight. <laughs> okay, time out. So do thirty six Tito's. <laughs> yes, and eighteen big Live ultras. That too, <laughs> and a losing Vikings. But I I know so many people when they drink Jack Daniels that turn in their alter ego oh, comes. It's like Bruce Banner and the Hulk. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> he it's a lot less pretty than the Hulk, but it's it's the same thing. Yeah, you drink Jack Daniels a lot. I do. I it's, yeah. it's my favorite. Um, but I didn't have any of the bad experiences you hear so many people talk about from college with Jim Beam and Jack mm. Daniels. Yeah. You went Jaeger and tequila. Ah, uh, no, I was. Playing with Bacardi a little bit, unfortunately. Oh, but yeah. Shit yeah. is gross. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Bacardi and Miller Lite. But okay. No, I, I found Jack Daniels and I, I it's one of my favorites. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. And it does have, you know, Jack, George, Wild Turkey, Jim Beam, maybe for a reason. I think you're making us a shot right they now. They have. I've uh, had that yeah, in college. Yeah. Four, yeah. four wise men. Four wise men, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they do have a stigma and, you know, we like to break some of those but, i'm actually you know the we did a tasting a couple weeks ago and he pulled out just the jack regular black label and we sat on the porch after we did our tasting and you know that's the first time i had really sat down. i'd had jack before but i'd never sat down and tried to appreciate it it's really good mm. you know i really liked it i don't think i've ever tried it that way i, yeah. I think i've only ever had it in a bar at a concert solo cup Definitely in a solo cup. Definitely. Most of the time in a solo Tailgate. cup. Hurricane bottle. <laughs> Twist off the top, spin it around until it's gone, right? Right. Yeah. Everybody's three, three fist Jack, two fist Coke, a couple ice cubes. No Coke. My <laughs> wife likes the Jack and Coke. She's a huge fan of that. But yeah, with that stigma too, there there's also a stigma with the uh, you know uh, craft distilleries, mm-hmm. and that's sort of where you know. All the Kentucky guys and a few of the, you know, there's like Smooth Ambler in West Virginia and some of the, uh, well, the baby bourbon. 
Oh, Hudson. The Hudson, yeah. You know, they get yep. love from – and, you know, we're we're out here trying to break boundaries with, you know, hey, there's other good stuff out there, not just from Kentucky or from some of these big producers. And uh, that's sort of another way we got Rick House Ramblings going. Oh, that's awesome. Or why we wanted to get it going. Yeah. Well, I, I definitely appreciate that. I was telling Walker one of the things I was excited about having you guys on here for is uh, – to just kind of break down those barriers for folks with bourbon. Uh, I think a lot of times when you say bourbon, people automatically think about the Commonwealth of Kentucky. And, and then if they've had a bad experience, they probably typically never go back to bourbon. Right. right? Um, there's bad bourbon. There's good bourbon. There's expensive bourbon. There's cheap bourbon. There's overhyped bourbon. There's overhyped and bourbon. Like, lately, nowadays, it's like there's bourbon that wins an award, and all of a sudden, is two x the price that it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so, just expand on that a little bit, guys. So, for folks that are that are interested in maybe trying bourbon again, tell us the differences between the bourbons. I mean, I, I know we've got bourbon, you got rye, and of course, you've got your different whiskeys. Um, but like the different flavor profiles and all that kind of stuff. Tell us, uh, just dive into that a little bit. Well, I'll start with, I've got a pinned tweet on my Twitter account that, you know, talking about bourbon and the different, but it was from Bourbon and Banter, uh, an article they had posted, and it's, the quote is, there's no best bourbon, best year, or even best distillery, no matter how experienced, respected, or famous the recommender is, there's only what is best for you. Once you learn to taste more and listen less, your bourbon journey will find its correct path. And I absolutely believe that 100%. So, you know... There's something that I may love and you're going to hate and vice versa. Right. And um, that's just, that's, that's another thing that we're trying to do. It's just another, it's an outlet for us. To, it's a hobby. And this is a way for us to get out there and just try different things and find what we like and find what we don't like Absolutely. and, you know, try to educate. So. Well, it's a shame nobody else is going to see that tweet because Trump just shut down Twitter. But I mean, <laughs> outside of that, good luck. <laughs> I no longer like Twitter. Delete. Yeah. He's like the most uh, most offensive guy. Out it's there. Uh, it's funny you say there's a bourbon for you. I can, I'm drinking a bourbon right now, Old Bardstown, and uh, I was just telling you how sweet it is. I can see. So my wife really likes bourbon. She likes whiskey. And I said she likes Jack and Coke. Uh, more on the sweet side, right? Uh, there's Old Forester makes a mint julep one that's got the mint julep flavor built into the bourbon. She loves that thing. She drinks the Jim Beam peach right now. Um, a lot of folks would look down on her for drinking a flavored bourbon, but I can tell you this: she would drink this just like just like it is neat because yeah. it is so sweet because it's got uh, I think what butterscotch. The, bit, that's the yeah. professional uh, salt, taste to it. Salted caramel, salted nuts, salted caramel and nuts. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, I mean, my wife's the same way. So if I if I pour a bourbon at home. Whenever I pour, she always she always wants a tit. Smells a sip. it yep. and not a tit, but a sip. A, yeah, <laughs> tit. Oh my god. <laughs> we we are a little bit rusty with our, our our vernacular. She always wants a tit. Uh, you said I have man boobs. Uh, I said I asked if you've gained weight. My God, it's a D cup. Um, anyway, um, but every time it's one of two things. It's uh, either ooh, that's not bad, or oh, that tastes yeah. like college. Yeah. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. That that smells and tastes like like uh, like game day or tailgate. You know what she says. Uh, But yeah, my wife, my wife, same way. She was like, "That's that's not bad." That's why I bought that. uh, I've got to buy that Old Forester nineteen ten because I had it at Liquor Barn. Yeah, and it's a sweeter, it's Mm -hmm. a sweeter bourbon. It's super dark. It's got a lot of caramel in there. And I was like, "Ooh, that's that's not bad." Little dessert wine or dessert bourbon. Pardon me, like a dessert wine and. Maybe I'll have her try that next. Is, so. there, is there a technical term for how a bourbon tastes? 
So like it goes it goes along the spectrum of uh, I told you earlier. There's one I won't name names, but tastes like pipe glue to me, <laughs> and then to something very sweet like this one. Uh, I mean, so we you know we use nosing kits to to <laughs> help uh, because you know. I'd say we, you know, when we just started this uh, back in our first review dropped in March, you know, um, we enjoyed bourbon, but we had never really uh, attempted to sit down and try to pick flavors out. And uh, so we ordered a nosing kit and we use it. And actually, I've, I've noticed since we've been doing this, you know, there are subtle flavors that we're, we can notice right away. Right. And we just pick up on. But the nosing kit helps like, okay. This smells like something I'm familiar with, but I can't pinpoint it. So then we'll just go up. Oh, that's what it is. That's what I'm, that's what we're smelling or that's what we're tasting. So honestly, I mean, there's so much science behind the, you know, the, the chemical reactions that go on in the barrel that, you know, I think there are s very similar profiles in every whiskey or bourbon, but then there's a lot of different ones. So I don't, I don't know that you could say there's, I don't know what I don't know what you'd call it. Just you know? preference. Yeah, yeah. just, just preference. preference. And oh. and there's others plenty of, you know you may like something one day and the next day it's going to hit you totally different. Or if you've eaten something or drink something, it's going to hit you totally different. So I I've had that. Yeah. I've had that. When I drink beer, I like to have a beer with my bourbon and I usually a Miller Lite. Today I think we're drinking a lower left to go along with it. So somebody's driving me home. Um but when I drink different beers then the bourbon is obviously going to hit me different, right? I've got something else on my palate and it's going to hit me different. And it's not always a bad thing. No. Sometimes it's a really good thing. Sometimes I could pick up, I, we had a, I think it's conviction, mm -hmm. conviction yep. bottle yep. the other yep. day. Yeah. Very fruity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very fruity. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't expecting that, but uh, it was, I mean, it was enjoyable. I didn't turn it down. I'll yeah. tell you that. <laughs> I hear a lot of people try and impair like cigars with mm. bourbon. And we tried that. We didn't try to pair it, but we had a cigar uh, a few weeks ago yeah. with a pour. Bellmead. And, um, you know, really that killed bourbon. my palate to the Did point really? where yeah. I couldn't taste the bourbon. Um, I was a little disappointed, actually, because I lost all flavor profile from the bourbon. I feel like wow. a cigar would just mask your entire yeah. mouth, throat, yeah. everything. Yeah. Just, you won't taste anything with, I mean, you know, cigar, if we say you taste cigar for the next three days. Yeah. I feel right. like that's, that's what you're going to have. You brush your teeth 18 times over three days. I mean, days, you could chew, chew yes. all the yes. gum you want. That shit's there yeah. for three days. Mm. But there's one guy in, in, that writes a bourbon blog that that's what he does on every review is pairs it with a cigar. Mm. And he finds the different flavor profiles. And like, like I said, to me, it just totally killed everything that was there. So... To each his own, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Whatever brings it out for you. Well, again, back to your pin tweet. Whatever works for you, right. works for you. It's like there's a there's a guy that runs like a shaving blog, and he said he shaves, you know, nightly with a scotch and a cigar. I'm like, I'm sure your bathroom a is disgustingly gross because it's just full of cigar, but that smells amazing. But whatever floats your boat, you want to shave your face and drink scotch and smoke a cigar. More power Old to Bic you. Number two. <laughs> yeah, I was like, smells also like leather got, and got a string. <laughs> right. He's, He's got one of those leather straps. Yeah, he's in there smacking a strap. Yeah, that's what, what I do every night. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like a peaky blinder. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well, like I said, we appreciate the fact that you guys are trying to break down those barriers and. I think what you the way that you guys have written some of the articles uh, is that it really helps you to kind of grasp that this might be something different that you're not used to before. So if you had, uh, let's say you're not used to bourbon, that you had a bad experience or you tasted it and it's 
just tasted like it was burning your throat, your article may bring that person in with a different perspective and get them to try it. What about the guys that only will drink bourbon or recognize a bourbon from Kentucky? You hate those guys? No, we don't hate them. <laughs> Come on, you can say <laughs> it. Uh, you can say it. I mean, it t- so obviously... Pomp- pompous. It's fine. Pompous. Obviously, uh, it's a little pretentious. I think it's it funny. It's when a little pretentious. Okay, there's your oxymoron. Kentucky and pretentious. <laughs> well, it only happens once. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I don't think there's any... Go Wildcats. ...hidden secret here that Mike and I kind of go against the grain in a lot of things. Which society. is great. I think that's the, the best thing about you guys. Well, yeah, so, you know, we... We think there's definitely better options outside of Kentucky, or at least distilleries that deserve to have the light shined on them as well, just like everyone in society and yeah. for their own little different things sure. that make them special. And we want to make sure that everyone's getting their shot. Yeah. Well, it's like, what, you know, remember the, the, the California wine craze when it first blew up, you know, it's like everybody's got to be in Napa and Sonoma. Like now it's like you have wine from all over that's really good. You still get the marquee names that are overpriced, overhyped, but. You know, same thing. I have a ten dollar bottle of wine that we go through all the time. What you're making a? No, I was just going to tell you the Ohio wines hit different. <laughs> yeah, because they they're, just hit they're meth. <laughs> it's meth and Everclear. That's all it is. <laughs> but uh, no, it's like the, the, what we are doing for other states. Like you made a good point. It's like these other guys who it's tough to get through the crowd of the of the hyped up Kentucky bourbons, which some of them completely valid. I'm not saying they're not, but. Price point, you can get some really damn good bourbons or whiskeys, I guess, whatever you call it. I mean, even the ones from Asia are really good. Some of those are overhyped too, but there's some good stuff out there. And you're doing exactly what happened for the wineries in other parts of the nation yep. well, you know, you, 10 yeah. years ago. Is it well, same with um, California wines? You know, they were considered crap against French. And then was it the 70s? You know, they had that Chardonnay that. Uh, I saw the movie on it. It had, I forget who was in it. Uh, Chris Pine? Sideways? Great, no. great movie. <laughs> but uh, I'm not it, it, I know what you're talking it won about. The, uh, Producer? It won the uh, French uh, wine festival or whatever it was called. And, you know, that broke down the barrier for California wines. You know what, he defeated the 1972 produ- French Bordeaux. Producer, can you call Michael McFadden? He loves the Chardonnays. Chardonnays <laughs> are buttery and oaky. He's just all about it. He might be in bed. It's pretty late. What, what about drinking bourbon? Where do you guys sit on the spectrum of drinking bourbon? With ice? With water? Pappy and Diet Coke? Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Pappy and, di- Pappy <laughs> that's, and that's Diet That's the great combo. I, I will say, to each their own, because when I started cutting my teeth There's on bourbon... There's a big butt coming. Um, I was mixing it. I was making whiskey sours, mixing sure. with Diet, uh, ginger ale... And then I started, of course, the first ball I bought was Wild Turkey uh, Rare Breed. Which, oh, that thing so is that was, delicious. Yeah, yeah. that was uh, my introduction. Mm. Um, but I drink it neat for the most part now. Okay. Uh, you know, I do, you know, a cube or two every night. Uh, Jeff, my brother-in-law, brought over a bottle of, I think it was two Christmas ago, the Stag Junior. Mm. That's hot. <laughs> What's the proof on Stag Junior? Off the top of my in head, I don't know, but I put a cube in it. And one one thirty five nuclear. Yeah. But Woo. but I tend to typically drink it neat now. Okay, but that was you know for me that was an acquired taste and yeah. Uh, I do see some people like oh this is so good and it's a cup full of ice and uh, and I'm like are you tasting the bourbon or 
the it's tap like water, forty proof at that the point. The fluoride you know? tap water with yeah, chlorine. So, but I try, you know. But again, I'll I'll just revert back to my pin tweet. Whatever floats your boat, whatever, however makes you drink it, drink it. That's a good way to put it, producer. So real quick, the uh, movie's called Bottle Shock. Bottle uh, Shock. And it was a 2008 American comedy drama film based on the 1976 wine competition based turn The Judgment of Paris, where a California wine defeated the French wine of blind taste test. Suck it, bitches. Can we say well, that? What, once again, the French <laughs> in America, we're winning. You're welcome, French. I've seen this story Vive before. France. <laughs> I've seen this story Vive before. We, what about we, you, Christian? How do you drink your bourbon? Uh, typically, I prefer it neat. Um, but one thing that this doing this website has allowed me to do is learn that adding a few drops of water to a glass of bourbon can really change the flavor profile and the aroma that you get from it. And I've really enjoyed, uh, I'll sit at home in the evening now and drink some neat and then just pour a few drops in it and see what happens. Uh, it's kind of opened up a whole new world for me. Um, but nine times out of 10, I'm going to sit down and drink it just like we are right now. Yeah. Neat. Cause we're men. I thought he was going to answer that uh, in a glass in a bar fight. (laughs) (laughs) Where's the catch? (laughs) People don't fuck with him because of his beard. (laughs) It's pretty gnarly. I like it. Uh, So in that regard, if somebody thinks something is too hot, if they they get a taste of uh, bourbon and they think it's too hot, you recommend that they put a drop of water, a couple of drops of water, a couple of ice cubes in there and just kind of see how it is. Yeah. I mean, uh, basically you're doing what the distilleries are doing anyway. Um, They're taking a barrel proof, uh, bourbon and adding water to it to bring it down to a 90 or 80 uh, proof, which is assumed to be more enjoyable enjoyable by the uh, general population. Uh, so if you do that, yeah, you're just dropping the proof a little bit and making it more approachable. And why pay to the distillery for water that you have free at home? Because their water is so good. It's lots of distilled water. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I've been told. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I remember, I don't know if you guys have been out to Colorado uh, in Denver, Stranahan's whiskey is, uh, is out there and their distillery. They actually have you try it uh, neat first and then they drop one ice cube in it. And it's one of the, it's one of the bur- whiskey. I don't know if it's bourbon. I think it's just Colorado whiskey. It's one of the few that I can just remember completely different. I mean, it couldn't be more different, right? The, the first time you try it, it's, it's hot. And then the second time you try it with the ice cube, it is just buttery caramel in your mouth. You want, you want more of it. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Heaven Hill does that when you go on their tour. Uh, includes the tasting at the end, I think. So me and my wife went for, up for our uh, anniversary. And that's when I started the Bourbon Trail. She went. She was like, yeah, I'll drink it, but I'm not a huge fan. They were the first ones that took you through, you know, smell it, hold it on your tongue, swirl it in the glass, and take a sip, breathe through your nose, all that. And then they were like, now add a drop of water, and then swish it and swirl it and then taste it. And she's like, when they taught me how to taste it, she's it's said, different. It's different. And oh, she yeah. goes, I could totally pick up everything they were talking about so, Ma- so makers mark did that for me i did a yes uh friend's bachelor party years ago we did a, a few of the play we have four roses and and makers because they say ours if you drink it the way they say it, it hits back here like back in the corner of your mouth and they're like here's what you do they had their, their their white lightning whatever they had a different the 46 she's like here's how you want to drink it swish it around and notice how it'll hit and like it, lo- it literally makes your mouth water mm-hmm. as you're drinking it. like a dog yeah, like a dog because you're from the South. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was cool because, like, you know, I mean, same thing. I, I, I'm an Ice Cube fan. I just, 
I, I like cold drinks. I'm from the south. Not the rapper. Not the, well, he's yeah. good too. I like right. him. Okay. He's great. Yeah. He's he's good stuff. Um, I like his old stuff. Today's Friday. Uh, today's Friday. Um, I just I like I like cold drinks. You know, I mean, I, I grew up with my granddad drinking bourbon with ice. My dad did it that way, and I do it too. They're all Evan Williams guys. Yep. Um, um, my dad retires now. I drink to Woodford. I'm like, hey, you stop spending my inheritance. Calm down. Go back to <laughs> go back to Evan Williams. Um, but uh, it was cool to have Maker's Mark. Like you said, my first real education in how to drink bourbon besides chug it and fight um, was Maker's Mark. They were like, here's how you want to do it. It's going to hit these parts of your mouth and tongue and blew my mind. Yeah, I was the same way with, I was a beer guy and started going low carb, which it's worked. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awesome. So I was like, I need a vice. So but yeah, I was like, ah, bourbon, it's manly and adult. Yep. So yeah, started bourbon, and I, that that was my whole thing before. Is like I like cold and carbonated beverages. So I had a problem because I can chug a fucking beer. Yes, and I tried to chug bourbon, yeah. not intentionally. No, that I get you, and yeah, you yeah. know, it's just that's how I drank. And you wake uh, up, you wake up hugging a toilet. Yes, so I, it's it slowed me down and made me appreciate. And but yeah. with the right so. snack, though, I can still put down some bourbon. Oh, absolutely! Right, a couple. I like the uh, extra toasty cheeses. Toasty, yeah, extra toasty cheeses with a bourbon. Just oh, it's delicious. You go to his. You go. You go to school his house on a game day. Yeah. You're gonna get hammered and gain ten pounds off of the amuse bouche of hors d'oeuvres, <laughs> snacks, and they're all super healthy. I just wish we could bring back the chug and fight days. I wish I'd have known you then. <laughs> I didn't fight. <laughs> <laughs> I was usually one getting fought. I, yeah. I lost. <laughs> uh, I get asked this a lot because I, I love bourbon. Um, and I'm like you, I got to have something cold. So I think that's why I do the, the beer uh, as a sidecar. Uh, what is your favorite bourbon? That's what I get asked all the time. It's a really difficult question to answer. And when you get to the shelf to buy a new, a new bottle, it gets really difficult to pick, pick what you want. Yeah. I'm my- going to turn it to you guys. What do you, what is, where are you going with the best bourbon? So You're, Sorry. That's accessible. That, uh, that's tough. Well, I mean, I, I go you against the grain, right? Pappy. And they're all going to be like, well, it's not bourbon, but I, I'm going to go to Jack Daniels every time. Jack Daniels, Jack Daniels number seven. Yeah. I, well, single barrel okay. is the one I would prefer, but yeah, Jack Daniels every time. And, you know, everyone's going to yell on this podcast that that's not a <laughs> bourbon. Which is but, fine. I think that's the great thing about yeah. it. Again, yeah. Jack Daniels makes you fight. <laughs> People want to fight you about not being bourbon. Come at me, Guess bro. What? Go to hell. That's right. Don't I look um, like I like to fight? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this ain't your podcast. Hush your mouth. People listening. So mine, you know. <laughs> I, I guess it's not as accessible now, but uh, the second bottle I ever bought, uh, and it was recommended, was Old Weller Antique. Mm. So now you're speaking and, my language. And then that's when I found out about weeded bourbons. Uh, I hadn't. Then I started researching Pappy and, and all that. But I was a weeded beer fan, so I think my natural progression to weeded bourbons was uh, uh, just gonna be there. So what's funny so. is I I can't my my wife loves Blue Moon because every I think female likes weeded wheat ales. I can't stand them, but I like I like a weeded bourbon. They I can't give me I, I, I can't do Blue Moon or mm-hmm. I, I can do like one a white zombie. I can do like you know one of those white ales or wheat ales, but if I have like more than like three or four oh it's like but a, a weeded bourbon i'm okay with yeah you know, it's just well, i was more pointing towards like belgian weeded beers not blue moon you're highfalutin <laughs> yeah, beers highfalutin. <laughs> I, I was i was a bit of a beer snob now it's all 
who can out hop the next. Uh, well, this this so. vice has it's, to be cheaper than the beer. Uh, per, per ounce, it has to be cheaper. Per ounce. Per drink. I've probably, no. You don't stock beer the way that you do no. bourbon, though. I, um, you know, it was my outlet for just, I don't, you know, I've got two daughters, uh, obviously a wife, and yep. I'm the only male in the house, <laughs> and I don't have a vagina, so I don't need shit to clean it or <laughs> stick in it so it doesn't bleed. Um, <laughs> I don't need makeup. Uh, uh, so yeah, I mean, I don't spend money, yeah. you know, I need yeah. two or three shirts and yep. one or two pairs of shoes and, um, you know, a couple razors. So yeah, this is what I spend my money on. And that's awesome. I've amassed probably. Have you tried a dog? Well, I've, she's, yeah, we got a female dog. Oh, bless sorry. Bless yeah. sorry. And I, I do, I say there is another male in the house. It's a cat. He lives upstairs. He's an asshole. Even worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Anyway, I've never met a person that has a cat. Goes, My cat's the nicest. They're like, he's an asshole. My cat's an asshole. <laughs> he is. I mean, cats, I feel like. You if, should meet my cat. Here's the deal. I feel like if, and I read a post somewhere, it was like, if your cat could, it would kill you. Yes. I think about, I, I think that about that. all cats. Yep. Yeah. They look at you and go, I would rip your throat out. Yep. Because they're assholes. <laughs> You're exactly right. Cats are assholes. Um, so, what, what the hell is that? He Man? What is that? That's a KB Toys reference. <laughs> uh, Producer needs, uh, needs some more time in the studio. Well, guys, listen. Um, I think we want to start tasting some bourbon and we, doing a proper tasting. Yes, day. proper so you guys, tasting. You guys brought a bunch of cool stuff. We ne- yeah. we definitely need to use it. You should probably let us try to use it first, and then we'll tell you how to do it. Okay. okay. <laughs> no. Yeah. All right, guys. We are excited. We got a couple options here to taste. Uh, I'm looking forward to the education on how to actually taste bourbon properly. Uh, I know Schooley is looking for chug, edu- education. Chug, he chug. Like, he's from Ohio Wesleyan, so he needs education. He has a uh, associate's degree <laughs> in crayons. That's an expensive associate's degree <laughs> and, from Ohio and, Wesleyan. And cray- crayon paint interpretation. <laughs> That's like going uh, to High Point down here. <laughs> so we got a Colorado true, I'm using air quotes, bourbon. We got a Colorado, and we have a Tennessee. Colorado. Right? Tennessee and Kentucky, Kentucky, traditional right, Kentucky, go. traditional for the purest, the That's snobs, right. That's right. if you will. So, please, guys, tell us how to taste and be more intelligent sounding. How do we not fuck this up? How do we not fuck this up? <laughs> All right. Well, I think first we're going to start in Kentucky, right? So, uh, That's right. First thing uh, we normally do is we will take a look at the glass, hold it up, and uh, we're going to try and see what the colors. lighting in here is terrible. Producer. It is terrible. It is terrible. But Try and see if you can pick out a color uh, that you like. Brown. Brown works. <laughs> gold Brown works. works. Gold. <laughs> I, I like gold. Uh, and then I like gold. Next thing we're going to do is try and uh, take a nose of the bourbon. So we're going to hold it up to our nose, and we're going to smell in with your mouth slightly open. And see if you can get any flavors off of there. When's the last time somebody told you to do something <laughs> with your mouth slightly open? <laughs> All I can think about is uh, Ralphie from Simpsons. Tastes like burning. <laughs> My so, stomach's itchy. <laughs> so what we've done is we brought you guys a nosing kit, uh, and the nosing kit will help you to f- help find those flavors that you're smelling. So maybe you think you're picking up something in there. Pick one of these flavors from the nosing kit and see if it, it validates what you think you're finding. Do you have leather? We do have leather. 
Do you want fake leather or real leather? Let's go with the, let's go with the real deal. Faux leather is what I have in my house. The kind he of the, the real stuff. The kind of the adult store or at, no. <laughs> the kind you get from Etsy late night. <laughs> I've got raisins. Hmm. California or regular? <laughs> the dancing you like, kind. You like that? <laughs> the dancing kind. Um, we have a raisins that you can use to try and see if that's exactly what you're that's smelling. Crazy. That's mm. say, that's okay. I'm getting a little, yeah. A little raisin? Yeah, a little raisin, a little tobacco. A little tobacco? Okay, we got some tobacco you can smell. So if you take a, a little sniff of that. Yeah, just a quick sniff. Don't, yeah, yeah don't. Dig your nose in the. Uh, in it's the not tobacco. It's <laughs> not tobacco. <laughs> not don't, tobacco. Don't dig your nose in the nosing kit either, okay. because you just kind of want to. Now, now the one that we are hold it under the one that we're nosing right now is Maker's Forty Six from Maker's Mark Distillery, right? Correct. Do you have nail polish? <laughs> we have glue. We have glue. You have glue. Uh, so here's so raisin. Raisin. One, but don't like I said. Don't just kind of waft it. One thing we know about Maker's is that it's weeded. So we have wheat here that oh, you can smell. It okay. smells like weed and cocaine. Do you have those? Uh, wow. We can't answer the second one. <laughs> we know you did in college. Okay, I get a little bit of raisin in there. Okay. Yeah. I get a little so bit here's of glue. Don't pour the glue on you, right? Now, do you guys know the answer to this test? Nope. No. There's no answer. We didn't prep for There's this. There's no right answer. Oh, yeah. Hey. Is that glue? That's glue. Do that. No. No. Not at all? Oh, no, man. Uh, that's that one there I There are times the when we taste and we pick up some of the same notes, and there's times we taste and we pick up different notes. Are you just sniffing glue down there? I'm from the south. I've got a little <laughs> bit of this vanilla. Yeah, I a little vanilla. vanilla. What about uh, uh, you had mentioned oatmeal? Do you have oatmeal? Yes, we have an oatmeal. Uh, we have an apple cinnamon oatmeal or regular. Is this breakfast? And this is amazing. I think, I, think it's, I think it's regular. I would go oatmeal and raisin together. We don't have an oatmeal raisin. Yes, I got that. That's apple cinnamon. Dang it. It's apple cinnamon. I've got <laughs> apple cinnamon way and off. raisin so far. That's and, a good start. Yeah, and I think, you know, a lot of bourbons and whiskeys are going to have, you know, cinnamon, brown sugar, Vanilla. Vanilla. Those are going to be yeah. predominant okay. in a lot. Um, so. so once we've kind of nailed down those, which I think you guys have done a pretty good job of, uh, the next thing we're going to do is we're going to take a, a nice big pour of this, drink it, but we're going to let it sit on our tongue for a minute. Uh, you're going to kind of like toss it around in your mouth, see if you can get some flavors. Schooly needs a second pour. <laughs> he's, already, he's already done. <laughs> you were saying let it sit so you'll just throw it back? No, you, kinda, you do what they call the Kentucky Chew. Right, okay. you toss okay. it around back and forth. Let it sit on your palate. May I partake? Mm-hmm. Now you might sense some more flavors in there that are different from what Ooh. you nosed. I've got tobacco. Yes. Big time. So again, we'll use the nosing kit just to confirm that that's actually what we're picking up on our palate. And tastes like burning. <laughs> now are you supposed to taste it with your nose open? Uh, can you do an example of that? <laughs> Show me how your mm. nose opens, please. God, I don't know what like that a is. Pterodactyl? Yeah. No, I, got, I got tobacco big time. Yeah, it's definitely okay. some tobacco in there. Now, just so you know, this... I got a little bit of tobacco. 
Let me go back to that raisin again. Not the first time you okay. swallowed before? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so you want to try the mm. raisin again? Yeah. Where'd that raisin go? Hmm. So basically when we're tasting, we'll sit here and talk to each other a little bit and try and figure this out. And try, yeah, and try and say, like, do you get this? And yeah. Do you try and like say, oh yeah, we both get the same flavors? Like, nope, I got glue, you I've got still, suede. I've still got that. I, and I don't know how to describe raisin flavor. See, I, still see got that. Is, I can't stand raisins. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I, I've hmm. tried. I, I know like they're super good for you, and I've tried. I just it is a texture thing, so that's why I don't get raisin. I don't eat them, so I don't know that profile. Yeah, and that that's uh, I'm that way because can I you can, tell can I smell a, the wheat? I'm a huge fruit guy. Um, <laughs> but so there's a whiskey wheel that if you're kind of in an area. So, like, with raisins uh, in this kit that I've got, um, raisins would be, like, dried fruit. So, figs, yes. uh, yeah. plums. You know. I, I never eat those. So, he, he eats a lot of uh, right. Uh, prunes, right? Prunes. prunes. A lot of prunes. Got to stay regular. Yeah. yeah. For me, on this one, I'm getting predominantly tobacco. Yeah, I got tobacco, time. wheat. I, definitely, I still get that raisin, though. I don't know yeah. why. Maybe it's just in my head now. Yeah. But. So... Uh, Definitely get some raisin. Lots of tobacco. I get the like the aftertaste of a raisin. Right. So we're not there yet. Okay. So okay. When you take the Kentucky Chew, if you will, are you like swishing it like mouthwash, or you let sit and just kind of like almost like soak through your mouth via osmosis? Probably all depends if you had a dip or not. Um, (laughs) You have a. I don't let it sit too much. You have a Um, lipper. (laughs) I find that when I let it sit, it becomes a little bitter in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, so I let it sit slightly on the tongue, try to let it roll to the back, then let it, you know, then hold it maybe for a second there and then swallow. Uh, and then I kind of let, in my reviews, um, my uh, mouth uh, notes kind of bleed into my uh, finish. Hmm. So, um, you know, I think they kind of run together anyway. So, and the uh, mouth notes are at the end when you're, after, the, after you've swallowed, so nope. the finish I've is. I got it all wrong. The finish is. You're doing no. great. Hey, me that raisin. Where's that raisin smell? <laughs> the raisin. Yeah. So the um, the mouth note is where it's right sitting on your tongue. What are you mm. tasting? They say that as it moves back through your palate, that it gets sweeter and you change sour, whatnot. Okay. Um, That's. But what you're talking about is the actual finish. So yeah, that that gotcha. second taste I just did, I kind of what you just said. I held it there, like on the tip of my tongue, and kind of let it sit, then let it kind of roll back. I got raisin that time. In the back. Yes. Yeah. I get leather up front. I get raisin yeah. in the back. And then, That's a name you know, for a club he goes to the as well. finish, <laughs> you know, as it goes down your throat, you get that, you know, warm burn in the chest and how long that lingers, um, you know, that's, that's where the finish comes in. Mm. Yeah, so the final step for us is the finish, trying to determine is it really burning on the way down, uh, which this one does not seem to. You uh, take a second second drink? We take as many as we want, man. As many as <laughs> we want. There's no rules! We've, Fill it up uh, again. Yeah, there's, exactly. There's like days <laughs> where we've done quarter of a bottle and we've done half a bottle. It just all depends on, you know, how we're feeling and what we're tasting. And if we're not quite there on something, you know, we may have to have a couple more pours to figure it all out. One of the coolest things on the finishes is that if you sit here for a minute and don't drink anymore... Something will start creeping up. Mm-hmm. A flavor will start creeping up. One of the ones in the Tennessee whiskeys we've caught is like a peach apricot that is, it screams like peaches and cream. 
It is amazing. You um, get that in the morning when you wake up the, with the hangover? No, no. no. acid reflux. <laughs> Something comes back up. Yeah, it's called that pizza I ate. It's that meat lever. We're at the point now where we don't have hangovers. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> We're professionals. <laughs> Damn yes. it, Mom. I really, I really like this uh, 46. That's, it's uh, really good. So I told you guys I'm not a Makers fan. I, I don't know why I've had Makers 46, which we're tasting right now, uh, years ago. This is much more pleasant now than it was then. And I don't know if it's because I'm tasting it properly or if I, I do remember I had it with ice and uh, a splash of water back then. This is much better than I remember. The, what did you call it? The after? The finish? The finish. <laughs> Aptly named the finish. <laughs> the finish, it, it burns, but it's not an unpleasant burn. Right. It's, you know it's alcohol. Oh, for sure. For sure. So, take a sip of water and then take your last little sip off that, and see what you get. And by the Is way, that in the rule book? you're going to be an amazing bourbon sommelier. Uh, get the afterburner and the Kickstarter, and you're going to be fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> what, sir? Something else we do. We don't really write about it, but after we finish, wheat. we go back to the glass sometimes and. You know, you can lick really it. lick it. <laughs> and make sure you got it all. <laughs> so my and just just smell. Uh, yeah. A lot of the brown sugar notes, I think, uh, come out there. Uh, do your, at that point, do your wives ever look at you like, "What in the hell are you doing?" When yeah, you get, so they uh, walk in your room like this, empty yeah. glass. So we've done most of these tastings at my wow. house, and my wife will stand just out of sight and laugh at us. But then, once we're done drinking, she'll come in and smell the empty glass. And she's like, wow, I can really pick up the things what that you guys, you guys were, were discussing. Hmm. Yeah. She doesn't like bourbon. She won't drink it. But she can smell the empty glass like more he has. You. I get yeah. So yeah. I'm the empty glass. I get much more wheat. So I, yeah. I get a lot more wheat at the end. At the end, yeah. So pour just a little bit more of Makers. Just oh, okay. a little bit more. Okay, you talked okay. me into it. <laughs> and then what we're going to do is add just a couple drops of water. Just a few. Producer, what'd you get on that one? He got, he got PBR. <laughs> He's got an IPA in front of him, man. You need more? You good? The best all-day IPA. The best. His, uh, his pig and pickle check oh. started to roll in, so... Don't drink yet. Okay. Did you put water in it? No. No. Did you put a few drops of water in it. Did you listen to instructions? No. They're, no. They're already gone. <laughs> I you, didn't put water in it. Should have I have put water in it? Have you yes. heard of the term okay. ready, on. fire, aim? Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's about to become the... So uh, now put, like, like, like a now cap, put water in it. Like, no. like barely a capful. Yeah, barely a capful. A couple drops. Oh, oh, oh. I got now okay. put water in it. Swirl okay. it around, get it nice and mixed up. You're up to your eighth shot. <laughs> I'm, All right. Swirl that thing around. You're doing so well. And you're going to notice like the, fl- the, the aromas in the nose are going to change pretty dramatically. Still glue. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm getting more glue. I'm getting more glue here. Hmm. Wow. Now you guys got me have curious. You guys do this every night? No, No. on Sundays. (laughs) Sometimes Monday. So now now when I taste it, it's... uh, The tobacco is more pronounced. Yeah, that's what I get. The tobacco really goes... Like, it's really out there now. Yeah, it's like you have a whole chew in your mouth. Which, Not ugh. that I know what that is like. 
Well, you are from the area where it was born and raised. Oh, so. That's right. <laughs> Philip Morse. No, he's from Winston-Salem. Like, literally tobacco. Okay. I'm from Richmond. Oh, you're from Richmond. Okay, yeah. But yeah, so it, it really awesome. opens it up most yeah. of the time yeah. and brings other flavors in. And then when you take it, go ahead and drink it. Do the same thing we did previously, and you'll notice the finish will change and the, the mouthfeel and everything will change. I get, I get nothing, um, like no sweet, like no butter, no caramel out of this bourbon at all, which I feel like Maker's Mark, the regular, is meant to say it's a sweeter bourbon, right? I think right. I, if I remember correctly, their taste test I did was like, it's going to hit you kind of back here, like in the jowls, of, you know, they right. say, and it's a sweeter hit. This one is not even close. Yeah. Well, weeded bourbons in general uh, uh-huh. tend to be a little sweeter in their flavor. But with that said, um, you know, Wild Turkey 101, which is a heavy rye bourbon, um, is really sweet to me. So, mm. you know, it, it's really, you know, um, it's just whatever, whatever, whatever you're going to pick. Get, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, everybody's different. So I like it. All right. So if you guys are good with that one, rinse your glass. We can yeah. move on. Let's rinse them out. Get some water in your mouth. So Moving rin- on to Tennessee. So rinse mine out with IPA. Drink that. And then pour more bourbon. <laughs> Sounds right. I'm pretty sure that's textbook. <laughs> I'm not a doctor, but I'm pretty sure. So yeah, we, we would typically drink some water, maybe eat some pork rinds or something. Kind of cleanse our palate a little bit. You we have, have hush fries. puppies and French fries. Yeah, that go works. on over there if you like. We had some barbecue, but that got hammered. So what we're doing now is we're pouring the Tennessee whiskey. So uh, this is, is this what Jack you, 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 you Jack Daniels, right? Yep, Jack Daniels single barrel select. My personal favorite. So hopefully you guys don't. This exact disagree. bottle. This bottle is your favorite. Yeah, this one, the one that you bought is amazing. <laughs> So we're going to kind of go through the, uh, go through the same process. This one I think you're going to notice is a completely different profile than that one. Wow. Yeah, this has a I just I for cheated us, a very distinct cherry chuggiers smell mm-hmm. in the nose. I just smelled it. Yeah, do you guys pick very, up anything on very this? Very pleasant smell. Ooh, much more floral banana. Mm. Banana. Nailed it. Banana. Yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. God, you're so sophisticated. Calm down, studio guest. You're so sophisticated. <laughs> so when I smell this one, I get a little bit of banana and brown sugar, kind of like a banana bread. Yeah. That's exactly what Dude. it is. Banana bread. Yeah. Mm. It, it is amazing. That is crazy. Banana if you don't bread. like it, you're crazy. Yeah. So we have uh, some banana here if you want to confirm that. That's right. Oh, that's a thousand percent banana bread. Yeah. It is, I mean, a, it is no doubt. That's breakfast. Oh, that's yeah. delicious. We don't have any bread, but... We do have some brown sugar. A thousand percent that. Mm. Like, don't drink that one. That's just, that's what you just smell it. Damn, did you already kill that? <laughs> that is the question of his life. Damn, school, you already killed a whole case of beer? We don't taste it like that. 100% banana. Yeah. So again, so, when, when you taste it, I, I don't know dude, if you're still... I went ahead and... That's pretty cool. And well, tasted it. I've definitely got the banana there. That, More of the brown sugar now. Yeah. That's something that seems to be a little... Uh, brown sugar. Jack Daniels only. I mean, I haven't found anything yeah. else that kind of carries I've that. I've heard that yeah. the stigma on stuff is the banana is in like... Yeah. Pronounced so you cheated. Them. Yeah, you cheated. What? He did research. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I, I, was, I watched... Um, I watched Neat, which is on Hulu, I think. But there was some other bourbon, 
and they did like a YouTube thing that was talking about the, the you know, same concept. Here's how you should taste it, like in the philosophy of whatever you like, you like. Who cares what who says is the best or the worst? Like, right. shut up, buy what you like, drink what you like. And I forgot where I heard that bananas was. But I, it's funny you hear it, but then when you smell it, it's like, oh shit, that's banana yeah. bread. Yeah. Yep. So, do you pick up anything in the finish? For some reason, now that I've gone back on it, I'm getting citrus. Okay. I don't know why. So as I've let it kind of sit on my palate, and I don't want to ruin it for you, but picking up some peanut. Like after I've been sitting here talking to you guys, stop drinking for a minute, peanut starts to come up in the back, in the finish. It's really nice. Hmm. So if you're getting citrus, I've got some coriander and orange. Let me try the coriander first. I might just be crazy, but... And it's not like bad No. if you guys find something different than we do. Like all the time, we find different notes through these things. I yeah, that, we, I we almost, sw- especially with Jack, we almost get in fights about our reviews. Well, I, how, how appropriate. <laughs> it's what Jack does. <laughs> Jack does. But you're getting um, citrus? No, I'm not getting the no citrus. citrus. I, okay. I'm, floral. I'm still getting floral. More coriander for me than, than citrus. Or, yeah. than orange. Like rose floral or like? I'm trying to figure it out. He has some rose you can smell. Like a field of daisies? Yep. That's what I lay in. Bright summer day? That's what I lay in and take naps. Oh, you know what? We, we screwed this up. We didn't do the color. <laughs> oh, we yeah. We didn't do the color. You're still, right. brown. Still pretty much golden brown. It's gotten dark outside, so. Now, that's pretty strong, so don't get in deep. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. No problem there. <laughs> People are in this podcast and go, these guys are idiots. <laughs> And they're talking about me and you. That's rhetorical. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully not Rick House rambling. <laughs> no, no. No. I mean, like us. Uh, people are like, oh, this tastes like, you know. Um. All right. I'm just again. I just ate a snack to kind of wash the palate. Yeah. So I wonder if the mix of a French fry grease. and this and grease is yeah. is bad. I'm trying to wash it with some water. But so Mike, I'm gonna double down on what I said earlier. Uh, we talked about the makers. Didn't like makers before. I like that Maker's 46. It's actually pleasant, easy to drink. Jack is something that I drink in a bar and certainly would have never spent money on a single barrel select, right? That is damn good. Yeah. yeah. That is damn good. So I got that peanut. I'm going to get lemon. Single barrel citrus. Jack See, is... I told you I got citrus. It's coriander. I, I think it's got the just a, like a hint of coriander in there. Smell that coriander. Okay. Smell that coriander. Sure. It's, let's, let's so it. have you ever I'm, tried the uh, barrel-proof version of Jack? No. it's uh, It's been Jack 7, Jack 7, yeah. and then today this. So one other thing that we normally do during tasting is try to identify the mouthfeel. Is it oily, light, mm. smooth? Thin. Thin. All right, let me try again. Um, Hold on. Yeah, try it again. <laughs> let us know. But if you tr- I, I feel like that was more like a, a coating. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like it, it coats the tongue and the and everything else, where it just you know then rinse off. Which I've always that's it's funny you say that because that's how Jack. Anytime I ever drink Jack, that's how it feels. Yeah. Huh. So if you try number seven, it's probably going to be a little watery compared to this one. Hmm. If you step up to the barrel proof, it's going to be like having maple syrup in your mouth. It's going to be like viscos- viscosity is going to be really like high. Buddy on the it. Elf. No, like yes. hey, Super Troopers. Super Troopers. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> chug, chug, chug. But I recommend go out and getting a uh, barrel proof version. Oh. Uh. Case would be good. <laughs> Jack, got, Jack got, is not paying me, by the way. I so, got time tomorrow. Yeah, we're, um, you know, if y'all want to go ahead and get in on a barrel, Jack. 
Yeah. Let's go. That's, That's number two. Thirty grand. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. no you no. go to Costco in Tennessee and get them. Let's go. About ten, maybe. Fifteen? No, nah, it's not fifteen. Not 10? It's ten. Okay. So mm. that'll be barrel pick too. So Jack, awesome. is, Jack gets a bad name, man. But Jack is good. That is good. You've we, changed we, my opinion. We have a Kentucky friend right now. When he hears this, He's rolling over he in his grave. Might, He's not dead bur- yet. He might burn down his entire farm. It's mostly weeds. So that should be pretty easy, <laughs> but in the retaining wall. But he is like, if it ain't from Kentucky, it's crap. He's, you know, but and it, that's his right. Well, tell him to come see this big motherfucker from Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> well, and even I actually would pay to so, see this one. I would pay to see this one. This one would be a good matchup. Uh, Fred Minnick, who's arguably the voice of bourbon right now, uh, has said, I don't know if it was in his podcast or or one of his whatever he's involved in. Uh, said some of the best whiskey he's ever tasted was from Jack Daniel. Just they went through the uh, Rick House, pulled out some single, just straight from the barrel samples, and he said that puts. Well, I don't know exactly what he said. It's not verbatim, but it's the best. You're on the pig and pickle. This shame. is what we do. Oh, yeah. yeah, we just yeah. we just make up facts. We make so up shit. Fred Minnick said, "Kentucky <laughs> bourbon is shit." Want to go viral? We can send it to him and let him respond. Yeah, Let's do it. and I, I hate to say you aspire to be anybody, but is Fred no. is Fred the guy? Like, no, he's, not, he's the guy, no. but he's not for us. I mean, no, 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 not yeah. that you aspire to be him. You guys want to obviously cut out your own niche and and make sure that you're talking to a different consumer. Yeah, probably, I can't pull off an ascot. So <laughs> he's like the uh, what's the what's the dude's name up in Canada? The cherry, uh, the hockey guy. Stan Makita? No. Uh, oh, uh, was it Don Barry, Cherry. Melrose. Barry Don, Melrose? No, Don oh, yeah. Cherry. Don Cherry. Yeah. Don Cheadle? Don Cheadle. Yeah, Iron Man? I mean, I'm I, pretty sure it's Don Cherry. Iron Patriot. He's got his thing. Yeah. And I'm going to make it up anyway. Fred's got his thing, and he's very good, and he loves but, but he's a, very, he, but, uh, Let me rephrase. He's a well-respected yes. bourbon connoisseur that's going to... That people take opinions from well, right. very pe- regularly. Pe- people I send him never their stuff be well to respected. taste it. Like it's like Joe Rogan, Don Cherry, Joe Rogan, Boom, motherfucker. Look, J- that's a Told horrible you. suit. Who dresses? That's that? what he does. That's who he is. He dresses up like that well, all the like, time. It's like it's like you know Joe Rogan is like it's like the, Jimmy Carter with a, the epitome the, of like top y'all need to get cultured like I am. Joe Rogan, y'all need to get cultured. No, you're right. You're right. You just said you're cultured like a bacteria petri dish. More like yogurt. More creamy like yogurt. That's disgusting. <laughs> All right. I, I, I like this. This is a good pick. Uh, yeah. School, was this, was this yours? Yeah. It was he, his, yeah. You found this one? Did yeah. I? Well, only because we talked to Christian earlier, and he said, uh, he said he was a huge fan of Jack Daniels, so being a good host, I decided I would get Jack yeah. Daniels. He didn't want to fight tonight. But I do. See, but single barrel's not like bar fight. It's more like, you hmm. know. Jeopardy. It's it's an interesting, more like a duel. I'm going to give you a hypothesis on this, Mike. That's an interesting hypothesis. You give me enough, <laughs> we'll make it happen. <laughs> Don't be ashamed, producer. This shit happens, man. All right, let's move on to Colorado. All right, let's cleanse our cups out a little bit. Moving Pour some on, water in there, fellas. Moving on to Colorado. I'm going to set the scene. I'm a skier now. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Who's your instructor's name again? Tyson. Tyson. Sorry. Thank you. All right. He's more than an instructor What's to me. your favorite ski movie? Uh, Out Cold. Yes, Out Cold, for sure. Out Cold. Yes. Yeah. Zach Galifianakis. It's, 
It's one of the best movies out there. Can I say Cool Runnings? Cool. Is that a ski That's movie? A bob, I mean, it's, bob it's, bob it's a winter sports It's close, movie. right? It's on. Uh, it's right. a winter out, sports Out movie. Cold, uh, good story. There's a scene out cold where um, I think it's that guy from Nikes passes out. Yep. And, and they, the, put him in, they put him in his car, which is like this jacked up hot rod, the snowplow. And they put him in the middle of downtown and they spin the car around as fast as they can. And they're in the car and they all, and they, all of a sudden they, they start they yell. yelling. And, he's like, and he wakes up and he's like, ah! And he thinks he's driving. And they're like, oh my God, he's like trying to fix the wheel and he's doing donuts. We did that to a buddy in college. Oh. Somewhat. <laughs> I he, would kill you. He passed out on the sofa. We put him in his car in the driver's seat and we put my buddy's Isuzu Rodeo. <laughs> That's there a great car. To face his. We put on both headlights and brights and we started screaming <laughs> and he woke up. <laughs> it, was, it was good. Uh, that would be awesome. If you haven't seen Out Cold, go watch that's it. That's a good movie. And that's I, was, his, I was going with Aspen Extreme. Aspen Extreme is good. good yeah, yeah, that's a good movie too. How about, what's the uh, movie? Um, with, Rambo. Uh, no. Uh, John Cusack. He uh, doing the K2. Uh, better off oh, dead. Better off dead. Better off dead. And then I don't know if you. He's in Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, I, that's where I thought you yeah, were going. That's a, that's a great movie it's kind too. Of a yeah. ski movie. It's got yeah. that ski theme yeah. in there. So, uh, so what we have here is Breckenridge. Uh, it's bourbon. They they call it bourbon. Uh, made in Colorado. Made in Breckenridge. Interesting. It's bourbon. Yeah. It doesn't have to be made in Kentucky. It is. Uh, it's one of my favorites. I'm interested now that I'm tasting it like this to see if I like it as much. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I've never had this one before. So oh, it's be a first it. try. Welcome to the club. So um, the, uh, the what, what did you think about it at well, first, this Mike? This was before. I, this has been a few years since I've killed that <clears throat> bottle. So, so this is a I lot liked lighter yeah. color-wise. This a is lot not, lighter. nowhere near as dark. Yeah. This looks well, like... This, you know, you're going from single... Yes. Single, single barrel. Single barrel. To a f- 86 proof... This looks like your urine after a long night of drinking, and you wow. need more fluids. Wow. You're, not, you're not selling it. I'm just going to tell you, you're, you're not selling for it. For those listening, you want a color profile, think massive hangover urine pee. That's the, uh, that's the okay. um, 3 a.m. wake up from Tuesday to Sunday. You're like, <laughs> why does my body hate me? So this is interesting, man. I, yeah. I, this, is, this has got a good smell to it. it does. Really good, good smell. Very yeah. pleasant. Very sweet. Brown sugar. Absolutely. I'm getting some butterscotch on this one. Mm-hmm. I've never really got butterscotch, but yeah, I like this. Hmm. So you guys, uh, you want to go Walker? in? What do you got on the smell? Uh, urine? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Now, hang on. All right, let's try this. Yeah, I get caramel, Yeah. which I guess butterscotch caramel pretty similar, but yeah, I get a lot, a lot more sweeter-like desserty note. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, it's it's I'm definitely trying. that family. Yeah, I'd say the mm. butterscotch mm-hmm. would be obviously a little more buttery than just straight caramel. I find it harder for me with like the you know we went from the Maker's Forty Six, which is a what uh, ninety four proof, and then the this was what's the uh, ninety four. Yeah, I get a lot more flavors off the Jack than I did the Maker's, and this one I feel like I'm picking up some things, but they're so much more subtle. Yeah, when uh, Which when I guess it's more di- it's more diluted. It's a little you get any honey on that? I get a little honey. Yeah, um, this one's sweet, man. But to kind of play off your point, when Mike and I taste, we typically try and do the higher proofs last. 
because they can uh, dominate your palate, right? right? Yeah, so we want to do the softer stuff first, just to make sure we, we understand what we're tasting. See? We, I, so know, I know my stuff. Here's a honey. Dominate your palate. <laughs> and here's a honey. They're two, that's the art, like artificial. Which one's the organic one? That's all I do at and the house. Then, yeah, that's organic right here. <laughs> You're a dork. That one's pretty strong. That was, this artificial is like, yeah. Yeah. Here, try this. Don't tell your wife. I get like a little tea it's on like it. Against her essential yeah. oils. Like a Lipton yeah. unsweet tea. On the taste. I get, yeah. I get, on the taste. I get yeah. this more, this more than, than I do yeah. That. Yeah. that. That is, I don't get that at all. No. The, the, no. The no. This, is, uh, this is that Avon catalog. This is the essential oils that you will know, cure herpes. I, my grandmother sold Avon. So. Yeah. My watch, aunt did. Watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what Jack does to people. Jack does. This try try this. It's a little bit of Lipton tea. Definitely get that on the taste. Yeah, Definitely. it's there. I haven't tasted mine yet. You've already done the third shot. I drank half the bottle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's... That's... In, and I, I don't drink tea. I, I'm from the South, and I don't drink sweet tea. Sorry, listeners. No. But it's but it's I, obvious, I, I, right? I, I get, that's mm-hmm. blatantly obvious. Yeah. yeah that's crazy. It, it's really good. So when y'all and make for these... A, go ahead. Oh, sorry. You make these tasting kits. Do y'all... The one right there, do y'all make those yourself? It's a bottom? nosing kit. Nosing, nosing kit. kit um, yeah. So, <sighs> the, we bu- the sommelier here. I bought Sorry. this one first, the art of, you know, with the artifact, artificial lab created smells. Uh, Christian bought this one next, and we were looking, we're like, you know, we're missing some flavors. Actually, we realized we're missing a lot. And I was like, wonder if this guy would, this, this guy was off Etsy. Uh, sold dildos and nose and kits. I almost choked on one. Somebody's oh, a listener. I was, I was trying to taste my drink. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're like, good thing we, we didn't we, say we, his we, name. We, we ordered this and nipple clamps and a lotus <laughs> ring. So maybe we could get him to make us another one uh, with different flavors. We want to fill in gaps, and then you know we're like, fuck it, let's just see if we can find some of these things on you know. Uh, Amazon and his wife went on Amazon like she was listening in our combo. Yeah, she's like, yeah, I found a, you know, I found jars and I found because Christian wanted to go with glass instead of the plastic, which I thought was a good idea. Yes. Um, and then so yeah, I just went through the cupboards, cupboards. (laughs) We did. We went through the cupboards. And uh, just you went to Harris Theater. I, uh, Walmart. But <laughs> right. I went, through, went through my pantry, went through my spice cabinet, and just pulled all these things. and uh, Got a belt out and just it, whittled yep. the little off of there. Yep. 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 Um, so, so, yeah. Yep. We just made our own. We decided to go ahead and, and try and create our own with uh, the glass because we felt like the flavors were starting to co-mingle in the plastic. Yeah, get that BPA-free stuff. Because we're legit, we had to get glass. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Well, and just well, you, you know, know, and not just mason jars, like real, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so here's we've got caramel in liquid form, and then just a caramel chew. And honestly, in the chew, you can't really. We can't. I can't smell. Don't yeah. Don't get pro- much processed block of sugar. So. I get a little bit. A like, little bit. This, but is, it's dry. This is night. Yeah, you know, it's, it's dry night and day. Yeah. So that's what we were just, you know, let's fill in some gaps and maybe uh, improve upon what we've got already. Well, since you guys are so nice to drive all the way down here, do you guys want to try one more bourbon? Yeah, man. What you got? 
Don't do it to him. Oh, oh shit. Don't do it to him. Don't do it to him. Oh, wow. 15-year Pappy Ben. Wow. Mm. Rash. The producer is paid Mike. way too well. Let's, uh, everybody, nice. Let me take a small prayer break. Yeah, we might hey. need to clean our glasses like legit. legit. Well, we're going to have to find some uh, Sprite Zero. Mix with it, right? <laughs> That's how you drink Pappy. So, school, you're going to We hate, can't judge. You're going to hate hearing this. That Breckenridge is my least favorite of these three. What's interesting is the Breckenridge, I think, had the longest lasting flavor on my tongue. That for, and maybe that's just because we drank so many right. so far. Yeah. Well, and, you know, the more you drink, the um, easier everything goes down. And, you know. Yeah. I mean, none of these, neither of these three had a, a burn to them, no. at least to me. No. No. No, uh, they're all very pleasant, approachable bourbons. Mm-hmm. The uh, what I will say, the Breckenridge with a little bit of ice changes the the profile. Good to know. Definitely Good changes the profile. Oh, I, this is gonna I, I, be. I'm just really glad that our Kentucky friend who hears this is gonna be super jealous. Mm. And I think the producer's mm. doing it just to spite. Pretty much, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> Don't let Schooly do the poor. So, guys, <laughs> pa- yeah. Pappy Van Winkle, give us a little history on Pappy Van Winkle. Why is it so popular? Is it just that it's hard to get? Um, yeah, that's part of it. It's It's got a, um, I guess, a stigma with it. We're going to need more sponsorship money to afford um, this. Is a stigma because, uh, and uh, well, this is my... It's hard to find. But didn't um, they say it was like a fire or a robbery, and therefore it's hard to come by, and it's, mm, that was kind of the there was like that? There was, I think they called it Pappy Gate, where someone was uh, that worked at, I think, Buffalo Trace. Um, yeah, Buffalo Trace is who uh, yeah. distills it now for. Uh, yeah, I think he was lifting cases. Uh, but no, it, it started, you know, there's there was some, uh, I assume it happened just this was before I really got into bourbon. I kind of came right at the tail end of, um, or at the beginning when Pappy just started blowing taking up, off, yeah. blowing up. And, um, but yeah, there, you could go into liquor stores, um, in California, you know, Compton and find Pappy on the shelf. That's crazy. Collecting mm-hmm. dust because people, that's how Blanton's was that way. Yeah. And now it's like, I think Blanton's is the hardest to find. A lot of the, you know, the dusty hunting, which I think is all pretty much dried up now. But so, yeah, it's just, it's, it won, you know, best bourbon however many years ago. And it's just kind of taken off since then. And, um, you know, there's all those people chasing it. And that has, um, that's why the Weller market's dried up. I mean, when I first started getting into it, I could get Old Weller Antique, $25, $30 a bottle. It was on the, not, sitting not, on the shelf anymore, all day, yeah. and now you can't yeah. find it. So, yeah, people have done their research. The, and, uh, it's also the, the exclusivity. Exclusivity, yes. you know, supply and demand, they did a hell of a job. Whoever they hired or they did to make this. Economics class over here? Sure. Uh, but it was amazing how, like, you're right. Yeah. You, you find this stuff. In Compton or in random places that you would nowadays, it's like you ain't finding a bottle of Pappy no. anywhere in the wild. No. Well, so and, just to just to give a little history to this, so Pappy is part of the Buffalo Trace family. So 
Pappy and I'm acquired by the Buffalo Trace. Yes, family, probably. Well, yeah. uh, not even acquired. Pappy Van Winkle is its own. So Pappy Van Winkle, he was distilling uh, Stitzel Weller. Uh, mm. I think he started off in sales, um, and for Weller, then he Weller and Stitzel Weller merged. PH Stitzel and Weller merged, and I think he started running the distillery. Um, and I think after Prohibition is when he kind of took off with, and there was a lot, there's like Cabin Steel, uh, Rebel Yale was a Stitzel Weller brand. Okay. Um, uh, God, there's, let's see, David Nicholson, which, uh, so a lot of those got sold off when Stitzel Weller closed, but they were, most were weeded bourbons because they found that at a younger age, the weeded bourbons tasted better than a rye bourbon. Mm. So they were getting a better tasting product out in the market quicker. So that's why Stitzel Weller started doing um, weeded bourbons. I'm getting and like, so many. You know, I'm sorry to cut you. I'm getting so many flavors. I'm like, give me this, give me this, yeah. give me this to try. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Getting a lot of. Uh... I got apple. I got syrup. Yeah, can see both of those. Yep, that's in, a little that's bit incredible. of caramel. So this uh, this bottle market price is right around fifteen hundred. Uh, secondary market. Yeah, uh, secondary market. Yeah, I'm not up on those prices. But Burner found it right well, around fifteen hundred. Yeah. Walmart. Yeah, yeah, you get at Walmart. Walmart, local Walmart. Yeah, not in North Carolina, but you probably not pri- Ohio. Prime now. Instacart. I'm telling you, Ohio is the best state in the world. Yeah, Ohio yeah. just finds bottles and fills them full of sweet tea. Yeah, <laughs> Sandusky, Ohio <laughs> is an amazing place to visit. See, told you. Um, See, thank you, my man. So, my like man. on the, uh, it's kind of bullshit in there, but on the. On the mouth. What did I say like, at the beginning? Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> On the mouth feel like I get like it's kind of thin, but it's nice, yeah. smooth. It's smooth, but a lot of leather in the taste. Mm. It's not the smell is totally different than well, what I expect. And it's 107 proof, so it's pretty smooth for 107. Yeah, yeah, for definitely. Sure. A lot yeah. of leather on the mouth. Smooth. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely not as hot as you would expect at the proof point it's at. You know, uh, shades more towards scotch. A little bit of peat on the mouth. Yeah. That, a little bit. A little bit of earth. I think that comes off hot, and then it just mellows. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, an old Weller Antique is 107 proof. So that's, yeah. you know, and again, all the Wellers are, you know, they, you know, poor man's Pappy. Yeah. But. Uh, if you can find it. <laughs> Pappy, uh, he helped get, uh, uh, he shared, I think, his sour mash uh, with, um Bill Sam Samuelson to get makers started. So mm. uh, there's ties. You could pretty much, I'd say, tie back most weeded bourbons coming out of Kentucky back to Pappy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then they they all got sold off. So Rebel Yells with Luxco now, Luxro, Luxco. Um, Old Fitzgerald got That's good sold. That's to, a bottle I'm yeah, after. That got sold to uh, Heaven Hills. Got that. Um, yep. So. They've all kind of consolidated, right? Uh, there's a there's some smaller, more craft that's still out there, but yeah. So and and then uh, Julian Van Winkle, I guess, started the Pappy Van Winkle Company because Pat, that wasn't a bourbon until then, mm-hmm. and was getting. Uh, I think actually the first few bottles of Pappy Van Winkle were actually rye bourbons. They mm. weren't weeded. 
then he started getting in uh, and partnered with Buffalo Trace to um, distill and age. So he goes in, he picks he picks the ones he wants for the Pappy line, and the rest get bottled as Weller. Huh. Interesting. I well, mean, it's pretty awesome. This is delicious. This is yeah, it's very, very good. <laughs> yeah, very Th- good. Thank you, producer. Oh. Check is in yes, the mail. Thank you so much. Check in the very mail. Much. All of it's very good. Um, well, one, I've had a great time tonight. This has been incredible just to kind of understand and learn and kind of break down the barriers of, of tasting bourbon. Thank you, guys. Someday, they're going to look up to you, Rick Rickhouse Ramblings, for the Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee uh, opinions, I guess. Right? I would say opinions, yeah. Yeah. Truff, trusted sommeliers. Yeah. We'll call them bullshit when it comes to Jack. I mean, I'm kidding. <laughs> Jack is delicious. The Jack is delicious. Uh, but no, seriously, guys, this has been fantastic. I appreciate you bringing the nosing kits. Walker, they're called nosing kits, in case you want to write that down. Um, appreciate you bringing those. Appreciate you educating us on bourbon and how to taste it. This is, uh, this is fantastic. And I can't say it enough again. Really appreciate the way you guys are trying to present bourbon. I hate the fact that you're trying to present bourbon because it just seems to get more expensive uh, every day. But right. uh, the way that you're trying to break it down and make it less pretentious, make it uh, accessible to everybody... I really appreciate that, and I think Walker does as well. I mean, we're we're both beer and bourbon connoisseurs. I would say we're we, just non-biased to most alcohols, <laughs> right. yeah. except, tequila. except for tequila. Except tequila, <laughs> tequila can that's right. kiss my ass. That's right. That's right. There's only one bad alcohol, and that's well, rum and tequila. Ooh. Sorry, sorry. Oh, you can take hey, your lady blind. You little you Captain Morgan and diet. No, no, I, no. I mean no. to no to uh, Mike and I. I think it's. You know, we're the kind of like the underdog in a way in, in our life. And uh, to us, it's about a, it's showing that the underdog can make it in That's this right. industry. Yep. It's not all about Kentucky, man. Yep. There is great product in the other states. You've opened my eyes to Jack. I got to tell you, tonight Dude, Jack was one of the things that you, you opened my eyes to Jack. I bought, uh, I bought a bourbon out of Virginia because you guys uh, reviewed it the other day. Um, I'm, I'm all over the board now. Bought a couple other bourbons out of Colorado just because Breckenridge was good. So I'm interested to continue to keep trying them. Uh, which So kudos to you guys. Yeah, appreciate kudos it. Kudos to Rick House Ramblings. Appreciate it. One thing uh, I do want to mention before we cut this off, though, is you guys have secured your own barrel pick. Yes. And you are in the process yeah. of, uh, of allocating, I'm going to say allocating those yes. bottles from the barrel. So. Real quick, how many barrels approximately are in a, or how many bottles are approximately in a barrel? Cut him off. So at Barrel Proof, which is what we're securing, uh, there's about approximately 240 bottles mm. in a yeah. barrel. That's about a week's worth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the rate we're going tonight, you're correct. <laughs> More pappy. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, and where is it from? It's from uh, Charlottesville, Virginia. It's called Ragged Branch. Okay. Uh, they're doing a Double oaked, barrel proof bourbon for us. Um, weeded bourbon. Weeded bourbon, just like Pappy. And uh, we are pushing that here. They're, this will be their introduction into North Carolina. Nice. First time. Oh, they've never been here. They've never, never been, been here. here. Wow. Uh, so, so we're bringing, helping them come in. 
So on a, on a barrel proof like this, what what's what's the proof going to be? The range you think it's going to be at? Uh, we're looking at being approximately 125 proof. So you're going to know you're <laughs> drinking <did>. bourbon. <laughs> we did. Wow. Yeah. So uh, Li- yeah, liquid fire. Liquid fire. Can't but wait. a weeded bourbon, double oaked. Double oaked. Um, um, age. So it's four years in the first barrel, uh, and then at least a year. Uh, maybe a little more in the second barrel of oak. Awesome. Chart, That's new awesome. Chart oak barrel. And That's awesome. through your Twitter page, you guys have an opportunity if somebody wants to get in on that barrel, they can order some bottles from you through the ABC. Yeah, we've had great success so far. We've already pushed over 101, um, 110 bottles of that bourbon. Uh, we still have plenty to go. So if you're interested, hit us up. Let us know on our Twitter page or our website. And uh, we can definitely check that out, get you set up. If I send any more money your way, my wife's going to kill me. Uh, you can send plenty more money our <laughs> way. We won't tell your wife. So tell, uh, tell the, uh, the listeners, uh, all five of them, um, <laughs> <laughs> tell them uh, your Twitter real quick and how to, how, to, how to find you online in case. I mean, I know you guys are probably sold out of bottles, but in case you're not, how do they best find you on the social media before it's shut down. Yeah, so the uh, website is rickhouseramblings.com. Uh, on Twitter, you can find us at rickhouseramble1. And that is uh, Facebook, Rickhouse Ramblings. And on Instagram, we are rickhouse underscore ramblings. And so Twitter check us out is ramble1 without the E at the end of ramble. Guys, it's a rickhouse, R-A-M-B-L, number one. Got it. Awesome, Correct. guys. If you look at us on the Pig and Pickle, you can find them as well. We interact with these guys pretty often. <laughs> pretty much. Anyway. Yeah, we our, have our, a lot our, of fun together. Our only follower. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we're a fun yeah. follower, right? Yes, we You're are. such we a are. Debbie Downer. Oh, give, give him more of the banana Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, uh, we appreciate Yeah, This has been a lot of fun. We've had some, obviously, some... A wide range of, of good uh, alcohol here, as always. So, uh, thank you for your time, and we look forward to, uh, to the barrel pick and, and getting that for our next show. Bring on the seltzer. Yeah, we appreciate your time, guys. Cheers, boys. Cheers, Cheers. boys. Thank Thanks. you. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Pig and Pickle, and also on Twitter at The Pig and Pickle. We'd like to thank everyone for tuning in and listening. And until the next episode, go work your asses off and enjoy all that life has to offer.